When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Brock Purdy. They have a chance to game plan for the Mountain Horse next game. And how about this? Brock Purdy's first career start will be against Tom Brady. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Purdy back. Pumps. Now going to throw for the end zone. Wide open. Brandon IU. Touchdown! Today's guests. Two-time Super Bowl champion and host of the Greenlight Podcast, Chris Long. Plus, your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live on a Monday on the Roku channel. And there's so many different ways for you to watch us every single day for free on the Roku app, which you can put on any single mobile device that you have. Obviously, all Roku devices have the Roku channel on it. So to select Samsung smart TVs, Amazon Fire TV, the Roku channel.com. We are free in every way, shape or form. If you want to watch us and check me out in a nice quarter zip that if I was uh, <laughs> if uh, honestly, um, you know, if I was uh Bill Cower, I'd put a I'd put a, a jacket over this and sit in the studio all day, just cry, like he did yesterday in week fourteen. Saturday. You know, here, here's 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 how we roll on this show, and uh, we're we're live on Sirius XM. We're live on Odyssey and this terrestrial radio affiliate, smart enough to have us here on this program. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial here on the show. Please call us. That would be great to to connect with you. Um, and uh, and Chris Long, the two-time Super Bowl champion, who has a terrific podcast of his own called the Green Light Podcast. He is going to be on this program as he is every single Monday to talk about the National Football League weekend that we just saw, the entire sports weekend, uh, all three hours. We're going to chop it up. We'd love to chop it up with you at 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman, my longtime friend and compadre here on this program. Hello, Rich. Good to see you. What's happening? Uh, Rich Eisen Show audio executive, as he wants to know, DJ Mikey D, Mike Del Tufo. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you, Rich. TJ Jefferson in the corner uh, has already lit the candle. Rich Candle's Eisen lit. Show social media grand maester. Uh, for those on the radio um, listening to us, TJ uh, has a grease board mm-hmm. that uh, has a phrase on it that um, obviously in this time, in this instance, as he's about to show it, shows that he has absolutely no sense of context whatsoever. But all he's doing is looking what's 
at the final score, final score. which was the Dallas Cowboys beating so you, the Houston Texans. So There's no at. pictures in the standings. Good to see you, TJ. Go well, ahead and hold it up. Hey, what you I want to let America and the world know that you text me when it looked like the game was going to not go our way. And you you said, mean when 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 the Cowboys uh, coughed the it up and the Texans were sitting yeah. on the five-yard line and, and you, up three points with hardly any time left? You got ahead of yourself and you text me, the grease board is in grave danger. That's and, what I said. And I said, it sounds like you didn't believe it. Well, us. you said that after <laughs> yeah, the Cowboys yeah. pulled it off. Or yeah. you yeah. right back what on the spot. What do you think I was staring at my phone? During, oh, wait, yes. my team's at the three. Three minutes left yes. in the game. You think I'm waiting for you yes. to text me? No. Go ahead. Hold but up. The point hold up being, the you Go said ahead. correct. You didn't believe us, but you know what? <laughs> God did. Oh yes. my God. There How we about go. them Cowboys? Yes. God has nothing to do with it. No, he said it. No, you don't get it. You don't get it. We rejected him. I just want to let all you guys know haters are going to hate. Cowboys from Jimmy Good to see you over there. How are you, TJ Jefferson? Good to see you. I was good until this second. It's all good. It's all good. Your fantasy advice was spot on this week. We'll hit that on this three-hour edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We start with two simple words, Brock Purdy. And it is unbelievable in this narrative-generating machine, as I like to call the NFL, and this you-can't-make-this-up league, what we are seeing in San Francisco. Because as we all know, the 49ers made the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo a couple of years ago. And despite that run, The 49ers, the entire time, we sensed, you would hear ear to the ground in the NFL, they still aren't sold on Jimmy Garoppolo, who, as we all know, they sent a second-round draft choice to New England to acquire for Kyle Shanahan. And even with all of that, they all made the Super Bowl, almost won it. And even with all of that, they went ahead And sent several first-round draft choices to the Miami Dolphins on one particular day a couple years ago to go ahead and draft somebody new. And all we're talking about as Trey Lance sits and watches Jimmy Garoppolo almost take the team to the Super Bowl and in losing in the NFC Championship says goodbye. (laughs) Says goodbye. He knows. He sees the writing on the wall. Like it's uh, sitting there in the Overlook Hotel, Red Rum, get out. (laughs) He winds up staying anyway because the sense was it was too much of a risk for the 49ers to go into this season with Brock Purdy as the backup to Trey Lance when Trey Lance has never done it for a full season before. You can't back up the third overall pick from the draft two years ago with the last overall pick of the draft this year. You can't go last year's draft third overall pick and then this year's final pick of the draft in your quarterback depth chart. You just can't. Certainly when you've got Jimmy Garoppolo sitting there and they start the season with Trey Lance with Garoppolo backing him up and Trey Lance goes out on a cart in week two and then Jimmy Garoppolo has them on another Super Bowl path and then he goes off on a cart in week 13. And here we are wringing our hands over all the first round draft choices the 49ers gave up for Lance 
And apparently the only draft choice they needed left was the final draft choice of this past year's draft. Because Brock Purdy is playing out of his skull. Whether it's coming in, not expecting to play at all against the Miami Dolphins last week, or his first start in the NFL against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who happen to be playing with their quarterback named Tom Brady, who knows all about all you need is one draft choice and an opportunity. And here's Purdy wearing Kurt Warner's number, and the 49ers are going to rally around Brock Purdy and win football games because that's what they did yesterday. And Purdy took one in the chops in his first snap and still led the team down the field in which Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle touched the football and McCaffrey. Debo Samuel running one in, and he gets carted off too in this game. Apparently, it's just the dreaded high ankle sprain. We're going to get more information today. If that's the case, four to six weeks, which means we see him in the playoffs, which start five weeks from today with the 49ers, as it sure looks like to me, winners of the NFC West and hosting a playoff game at home because Brock Purdy is going to take them to that spot because this kid seems to have it after all. He follows up the opening drive of the game with another drive in which he strolls in the end zone himself and kind of gives you an are you entertained look to the entire field of genes that's going ape because they can't believe maybe this kid can do it and we're sitting at home watching him do it over and over and over again with all of his special teammates around him offense and defense till it's 28 to nothing at half And then they add another one because McCaffrey runs to daylight. 35 zip they were up at one point. You got to be kidding me. On Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, yeah. It's a week to week league where you overreact in between the games, and we have overreaction Monday coming up. But you just look with your own two eyes and see how this looks. You got a kid who comes off the bench when he's not expecting it and a kid who's got an entire week to think of his first career start and that's Tom Brady across the way. Can he do it? Can Brock Purdy pull it off? You tell me he can't in this league where Tom Brady is now in year 23 after he got his opportunity. And again, Purdy is wearing Kurt Warner's number, 13. Why can't he? Why can't he is the question I have. So many people are thinking, can he? Yeah, he can. We just saw it. And I know he's got a big test against the Seattle Seahawks in front of the 12s. That is a very unfriendly place to play and where you know carriages can turn into pumpkins overnight. But this 49ers team is already two up on Seattle. And Purdy could take one in the chops, or he could be on some magic carpet ride where he doesn't lose. Because they are that talented around him. Playmakers everywhere on both sides of the football. So, 
There is a lot of work to be done. But what I've seen for the first seven and a half quarters out of this kid and the team around him, yeah, they can win this whole damn thing. We're already seeing his family. They're crying. They're having a good time. He's one to root for. I think there's a a great sense of things. You look at the 49ers schedule from here on out, and they have the Seattle Seahawks coming up in just three days' time. They win that thing, and this thing's a wrap, and the Brock Purdy legend grows. (laughs) And Carolina just went in there with Sam Darnold and beat up the Seahawks because they've got a three-headed monster at running back, and they can play defense and get after you. Does that sound like a, a 49ers team that doesn't have or isn't equipped with Brock Purdy to go in and win that? Washington comes in. You know what? That could be a preview of the first game of the playoffs where Debo and his ankle limps back in and Brock Purdy gets his first taste of the playoffs. Washington versus San Francisco reeks of a six visiting a three seed right now because I don't know if the Niners can catch the Vikings despite their loss yesterday against the Lions. They're at Vegas, home for Arizona. Again, the question I have is why can't he when it comes to Purdy? And I understand where fans in the Northeast who wear green are saying, how are you leading with Brock Purdy? Well, because he is the story of the moment in the NFL, period, end of story. The story of the entire year in the NFL is another guy who looked in the mirror and say, why can't I? And what an incredible NFC championship game it would be if it is Brock Purdy leading the San Francisco 49ers into Philadelphia where Jalen Hurts is becoming a superstar with each snap of the football. Through 14 weeks in this league, without question, Jalen Hurts is the most valuable player of this league. And I know I've gone back and forth, started with Josh Allen, midseason said it's Mahomes. But now that we are seeing what the Eagles are doing after their first loss of the year, division opponent at home it can happen obviously going undefeated is difficult and then pulling one out on the road against indianapolis not that terrific but guess what the philadelphia eagles put up 40 on green bay eviscerated tennessee which decided to can its general manager after that game and then followed it up by telling the new york giants it ain't happening For you, your magic carpet ride where you think you can win this division, it's not only not happening, you might not do it for years because we are the Philadelphia Eagles with Hertz and Sanders and Brown and Smith and defensively coming at you. Coming at you. They damn near put a 50-burger on the Giants and met life in the cold, in the rain. They are equipped It's going to be one of those sunny days in your neighborhood. Guess what? They're equipped. How about a neutral field in a dome? They are equipped. And this quarterback, I can't root enough for Jalen Hurts. And I know it's tough for Cowboys fans to hear and Giants fans to hear because he plays for Philadelphia and Washington fans to hear because he plays for Philadelphia. Nobody moves for us. But in the same way, if Purdy walks in the building, is this guy 
who's the last pick in the draft, the most relevant, Mr. Irrelevant ever, strolls into Philadelphia. He's getting worked. <laughs> you could sit here and say that because the way that Philadelphia is working yeah. people right now. Well, Eagles are really good. And man. the way that they are working people, you got to give it up to Sirianni, who is no saying doubt. it with his chest. You take a look at his first press conference in Philadelphia, and you're wondering, can he talk straight? Yo, it's like, like can, a 180. Can he, can he put that. sentences together? Yeah. And now he's like sh- saying it with his chest and screaming primarily and yelling, and they're not only following him. And he's the one who put the Jalen Hurts T-shirts yep. on last year when everyone's wondering, well, all those draft choices that they're stockpiling, it's for whoever they want to draft or go and get Deshaun Watson because Hurts ain't the guy. Mm-hmm. And you, we were all saying Hurts ain't the guy. A lot of people were because of Hurts not being the guy in Alabama. Lost his gig to Tua in a national championship game. And then he goes to Oklahoma because Alabama told him, you know, you can, you can go. And by the way, he stuck around for a year in the in the world of everybody wants to get the hell out yeah. if you're not going to play me. He didn't Which complain. is apparently the way, rumor, that Tua got the gig to begin with. True. And so... Wait a minute, which was that, that Tua was going to leave if he didn't get... That's the, the rumor. Okay. That was the hot rumor that night. As it was happening, next day after they won it all, it was like if they didn't put Tua in there, he was going to tell Nick, you know, adios. And so hurts the way that he gets in the league and then Philadelphia drafts and I'm like, why are you drafting him? And Carson Wentz is the guy here, right? And then he wasn't. And then Hertz shows some ability, but can he do it? And then he gets the gig after Doug Peterson gets bounced. Peterson. And then he starts getting his sea legs under him, but they are just the seventh seed limping in and Tom Brady won and done them last year. Who's this kid? And this kid is showing you who he is. He's the most valuable player of this league and a superstar. Boom. Could you imagine that NFC Championship game? Holy cow. And I can imagine it because it sure looks that way with all due respect to your Cowboys. They show up in the playoffs like they showed up yesterday, like they they, they deserve to win just because of the number of wins they've already gotten. That's going to be a wrap. But maybe it could be just one of those games where kind of play the they, got to, they got the scare in them and they could they – could, I'm just looking at the landscape and the NFC through this weekend, through 14 weeks. Vikings lost a tough one on the road in division to a Lions team that's much better. I'm just looking at the landscape right now, and I'm just, as you know, I'm not, I'm more of a storyline guy than an X's and O's all 22 guy. And the storyline I'm seeing in San Francisco, last pick in the draft, suddenly coming to the fore and the rescue to try and send this team eventually into Philadelphia where a once-upon-a-time second-round draft choice that folks were wondering, why is he a second-round draft choice, let alone being drafted by this team, now not only becoming the absolute starter of the team, but the absolute starter of the league and a superstar who can beat you every which way with his legs, his arm, or his heart. Holy cow. 844-204-RICH, number to Dallas. That's why I chose to start today's program. Do you want to talk about Tom Brady and the way he looked and the way the team looked yesterday in San Francisco? We have overreaction Monday. I do want to talk a touch a bit on the Dallas Cowboys a little bit more. I would like to hear from everyone out there. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. 
here on the Rich Eisen Show. But uh, to me, the biggest win of the weekend, biggest win of the weekend. I want to hit that next here on the Rich Eisen Show. I wouldn't move if I were you. We've got a great three-hour program here on the Roku channel, this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM Odyssey, and more. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-H-Number-to-Dial. Yeah, it's Bob Barker's 99th birthday, and I just said a tweet that uh, I saw somebody with somebody spinning the wheel that if it hits, the, if, when he hits 100, he's going to get an extra $1,000. <laughs> What did you? What did you? What did you get when you spun the wheel? What did uh, you get? I had I spun twice. I, I spun the wheel twice. I got eighty five. And then you stopped. I went first. Or that already you went first went and first. got the eighty five. Then I had to wait for the other two women behind me. And ha- and did anyone go. come close to get you? I I think one went over. I can't remember what the other one got. But what the weirdest you? thing is, you got to sit there and just like you're trying to pretend to be happy. And, you're happy. Oh, you're and I'm like, in it. my heart, I'm like, please go over. What did you get on your first spin? I, get- I want to say sixty five. I think. Then you spun it a second time. Spun the second. Wow! wow. Look, you I got, spun first, and then you you went sixty five and spun it again. That is, you one thought, of, that is one of the things about that day that's very unclear awesome. to me. I can't really remember yeah. that. Um, yeah, you know, my niece just won, I think, twelve grand on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, really? really? Yeah, Emily went on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's she awesome. did, and she was talking about how it's one of the most. It it is for people who go on game shows. It's just out of body experience. Yeah. Just lights, everything's yeah. in colors and yeah. stuff like no, that. Real, man. Really, Sarah did it like. 15 years ago, it's yes. uh, the wheel is really heavy. Oh, when you try to spin it. That's oh, the why wheel it, of fortune. Yeah, that's why it always looks like you're not. Really, it's not really going that fast because it's really heavy. So you have to, if you go on the wheel, you got to do like arm exercises. You got to really you gotta like work up your it, Yeah, you got to hockey it up. Oh, really? You go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like the Price Is Right wheel. It's it's 
heavier than you would assume it would be. Yeah. Take on this holiday season with the help of Navy Federal Credit Union. When you use the Navy Federal Cash Rewards Card, you can earn up to 1.75% cash back on all purchases. You can redeem your rewards as soon as you earn them. And using the Navy Federal mobile app makes redeeming easier than ever. Enjoy the rewards of cash back without any annual fee, balance transfer, or foreign transaction fees. There's no limitations on reward, and they never expire while your account's open. So learn how you can get cheer to last all year with the cash rewards card at navyfederal.org rates are variable and range between 12.65 and 18 percent apr based on credit worthiness atm fees for cash advances are up to a dollar at non-navy federal atms message and data rates may apply visit navyfederal.org for more information our members are the mission insured by ncua most impressive win for me in a week 14 because of the audience, because of the circumstances, and because how it's left the team in the playoff standings entering week 15. Coming out of week 14, most impressive victory in my mind, Los Angeles Chargers. Maybe it's because I also didn't think they'd come up with it, to be flat out honest. I thought the Dolphins were going to come bounce back from their loss against San Francisco, where there were plays to be made out on the field. And the Los Angeles Chargers got it done. And how amazing is it that Mike Williams and Keenan Allen finished a game together for the first time all year? And that Justin Herbert, can he sling it or what? And it's still painfully... A painful watch. It's still painful to see him just keep on flinging out four yards here, five yards there. I, I, you know, again, I know you got to coordinate the way you see fit and be smart about it and take profits and don't go broke, you know. But man, would I just move him out of the pocket and let him wing it twenty yards downfield every single time? The most impressive throw of the night was him rolling out to his right planting his foot, and throwing back to Mike Williams the other way. How great was that? It was Elway, man. I think Collinsworth called it that. He did, yeah. It was awesome. Great throw. And that's what we've been waiting to see from Herbert out of this offense. Yes. It's not on him that he has to throw it to the line of scrimmage on every single play. Like, let's open up the playbook a little bit. Let this guy really wing it down the field. And with the healthy receivers, Mike Williams is back. Keenan Allen running on full silt. You saw... What the Chargers and Herbert are capable of. And um, if you have uh, a ratio of height to length, meaning the shortest guy giving you the longest run after being hit, has to be Austin Eckler in the league. Yeah, no doubt. His lower half is stupid. I mean, is he 5'8 if he's lucky? I mean, the number of times this guy moves the pile, skates through, I thought it was a great call on fourth and one. Give it to him. Also, pound he, for pound, mate, one of the strongest players in the league. Period. End of story. Yeah. So you're seeing that, and they got it done without Bosa on the line. They're going to get him back. Derwin James wasn't active last night, and they were all over Tua. I mean, the Dolphins got lucky on. Tyreek Hill being the one to recover a fumble spat out from a pile, and it just rolls right to him. Crazy. 
as Tarico pointed out, like to the fastest guy on the field. <laughs> yeah, of all the and that's yeah. how they get their first score. That thing, I mean, it was all Chargers at that point in yeah. time. Yeah. And the Dolphins couldn't move it. Mm-hmm. Tua couldn't throw it. And he just rolls right to Tyreek Hill. And he took off. Uh, so it was. It shouldn't even have been that close, right? But right. it's the Chargers, so they would go for it on fourth down and early on in the game. For some reason, we're not taking three points across the entire league anymore. And there, there were some Chargers moments, but they, they, Brandon Staley pushed most of the right buttons. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. You want to talk about why I think it is the most impressive when it's the biggest win is for two reasons. One. It put the Chargers in the seventh seed right now. You take a look at the AFC playoff picture. The Chargers have a tie break over the Jets. I think it's in conference play right yeah, now. Yeah, they have a better conference record. Yep. They're five and four. Jets are five and five. And so the Chargers are the seventh seed. And if the Patriots win tonight, by the way, the Patriots pop into the seventh seed. Correct. Uh, if the Patriots lose, they're rooting for the Arizona Cardinals. The Chargers are the seventh seed going into their final games of the year and for Staley to have this game played by the Chargers in front of the whole nation and defensively again they were banged up and they stopped the the Dolphins and Herbert was unleashed a little bit more than we've seen and he looked dynamite and it was in front of a nationally televised audience but it also came on the day where my colleague from the NFL media group Ian Rappaport reported uh Sean Payton prefers if he comes back or when he comes back to coach in Los Angeles. No, oh, no way. <laughs> you don't say. And that's significant, <laughs> by the way, because unless Sean McVay just decides to shock everyone and retire, where's the other spot in Los Angeles? Chargers. So that's a big win for the Chargers to come up with a win on this day, in this circumstance, in that building against that team and put themselves in a playoff spot, and you take a look at their schedule the rest of the way, a limping, banged up, one would say, this is not just, I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about mentally too, Tennessee Titans team. Their next two are against the AFC South, home for Tennessee at Indianapolis on a Monday night. They take on the Rams uh, as the home team, by the way. And then they're at Denver. Those are winnable games, folks, for the Los Angeles Chargers, who are in the seventh seed as we talk right now. And who I said on Friday would win last night. I know that. You also said, I don't want to go in that direction. But very good. Good call. Right I there. don't remember the losses. I only remember the wins. Thank you, sir. Good, 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 uh, good call on that part. Um, and this is, this is amazing. In the NFL, I've been around it for 20 years. And you could say this about many sports arguments. But certainly when it comes to the NFL, where you use a fact, you use a circumstance as a way to praise one team and use the same fact to skewer the other. Here you go. Hey, Los Angeles Chargers did what they did to the Dolphins offense without six starters on defense. Joey Bosa not there. Derwin right. James, just a name too. So impressive for the Chargers to do that against a terrific offense like the Dolphins. Now then, the Dolphins couldn't put points on the board against a team that wasn't playing six starters on defense? 
See where I'm going? Now, you use it to skewer the other team, certainly if you feel that the other team bid for Gazy. Mm. Now, we don't feel that way about the Dolphins. As you know, I called Tua an elite quarterback in the league about six weeks ago. He might have jumped the gun. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. You're not there yet. Okay, I'm not there yet. That's the royal we. But what we did say about the Dolphins and their remarkable 8-3 and three start, okay, what we did say about them when Tua came back and showed they're a much better team with him than clearly without him and then started putting big-time points on the board with Hill and Waddle being one of the most dynamic duos at the receiver position this league has seen in recent years. What we did say was, wait till after Thanksgiving. We said that over and over again on this program. Me, you, that's not the royal we. It's the royal we and the collective we. Correct. Well, we're in that stretch now. And what the Dolphins are in this final six-game stretch of the season a crucible that started with a three-game road trip that they're two games in. What they are in that stretch is 0-2. And everybody who is in all 22 Twitter and all those tape heads that I follow out there and that I speak to, and I consider Kurt Warner one of them, said all you need to do is take a look at that San Francisco film and say there were throws all over the place that Tua didn't make. And then comes last night. And now I'm genuinely concerned for you Dolphins fans. I'm genuinely concerned that two games in a row against tremendous opponents, and by tremendous, I'm including the Chargers when Herbert's playing like that, and Allen and Williams are healthy, and Eckler is running like that. I don't think anybody wants to see that Chargers team when they're at home inside a dome and able to just go ahead and put their best out on the field. But you look at the Dolphins' schedule now, and next stop for them is at Buffalo on NFL Network Saturday night before home for Green Bay, at New England, and home against the Jets. Mm, mm, mm. They better channel the team that showed up against the Ravens in Week 2 and blew the doors off. They need to channel the team that toyed with Houston and Cleveland, right? They need to they need to channel that team. Because all I thought of watching Tyreek Hill standing on the sideline with the team down by two scores and needing to score fast and the Number one field flipper in the NFL standing on the sideline nursing his ankle and being on, I guess, on a snap count towards the end of the game, it looked like. Looked like it. All I could think of is it's it's a short week and Buffalo's a spot where it's very cold and uh, ankles can freeze up and Mike White's can get hospitalized because Matt Milano's coming to hit you directly in the gut and Poyer and the rest of that defense is buzzing around, even with Von Miller out. And Josh Allen and this team is gunning for you 
for that week three loss that they thought Tua had no business playing throughout. And it's a short week, and the whole country's going to sit down and watch it just like everybody watched last night. And if they go 0 for 3 on that three-game road trip to start this six-game stretch, I am genuinely nervous for you, you Dolphins fans. And hey, you know, I, I am a very... I don't think I'm too anon, as it's said, about his diehard followers. You definitely check the sites, and you may be active on a right? message board or two. <laughs> I don't know if you have a card yet, but... <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man. For those who have been pounding the table saying, where's Salty Tua, and I love Salty Tua, and this guy has definitely turned the corner, and he and Mike McDaniel are a... Uh, a duo that's very difficult to beat in the NFL. Last two games has not given me a lot of legs to stand on and going into Buffalo and doing there in the freezing cold, what we just saw in California, in Santa Clara and inside SoFi Stadium. You're not really giving me any uh, fuel. Saturday night's forecast in Buffalo, 34 degrees, snow showers. And Jeff Wilson got hurt, too? 17-mile-an-hour wins. That's no good. Jeff Wilson got hurt, too? He's their slasher. He's their their brawler, right? He got hurt, too. Yeah. Uh, This stretch, I'm not there yet, but there's four more games to go, and they started 0-2 in this stretch where I'm like, okay, let's see your offense. You go and outpoint. San Francisco, certainly when the third-string quarterback is thrown into the game. And you go into Los Angeles inside SoFi Stadium against a Chargers team that, as I said earlier in the week, was the number one team in the NFL. When you watch the game, you feel there's something missing. Well, last night, all the missing pieces on offense showed up, and with a ton of missing pieces on defense, the Dolphins' offense didn't show up. And I am... Genuinely concerned watching it that the Dolphins are in a spiral here and the schedule does not benefit them at all. At New England, you think you you don't think there's all sorts of evil that can be dialed up? And I know two is lo- not lost. I don't think he's lost to Belichick yeah, yet. Two is kind of okay. on the path. Well, that, then that, that'll be one that they should win, right? Uh, <laughs> a January game at Foxborough? I don't know how many should wins are on that in that list for visiting teams. Man, Bills are already seven and a half point favorites on Saturday. Big win for the Chargers. Distressing win. Uh, distressing loss for the uh, Miami Dolphins. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll take your phone calls. Hour number two is overreaction Monday. The Cowboys are on on the mind and then when we come back the Tom Brady of it all and what we're seeing and where things might be headed that's coming up let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts people or as you might know from their jingle O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. So, man... Watching Tom Brady, I saw him in Munich, as you all know, um, saw him there. And this team, that's all they said to me in Munich was, we're four and five. Let's get to five and five. Let's go to the bye week and anything can happen. And they go they play their best game of the year against Seattle, go to the bye week and come out and lose two or three. And they could have easily lost all three. We all know the one win in between the overtime loss in Cleveland and what we saw yesterday against the 49ers was that last second latest Tom Brady has ever put up a game-winning touchdown in a fourth quarter comeback in his legendary career. 44th comeback in the fourth quarter of his career. That's an NFL record. And just seeing the way he throws it around in those periods of time, it's just, he, he it makes you feel like it's the old Tom Brady. And then you see yesterday, and all I could think of to myself, or it, it, there's, it's conflicting. I'm conflicted. Because you see Purdy, and it's just like, what would Brady look like if Trent Williams is protecting him instead of on the left side, rather than Donovan Smith, who with all due respect came up with his sixth holding penalty. He, he was the one who, was, who had the game-winning touchdown for, for the, the Bucs against the, the Saints to Godwin yeah. last week, called back, and they were actually able to overcome that with yet another touchdown. And there was a throw that Brady made to Mike Evans, who hasn't scored a touchdown since week four. Evans was open. Brady hit him. Touchdown. Mm-hmm. Evans is in the end zone. It's a 7-7 game. No, holding on Donovan Smith. What, what would it be like if Trent Williams protected this guy? And, you know, he won a Super Bowl with Evans and Godwin. And it's Julio Jones with some fountain of youth moments for him. Yeah, he's looked good. But what would he be like if, if he had... Kittle at the tight end position. McCaffrey, with all due respect to Rich Eisen show friend, Lombardi Lenny and Rashad White. And I'm sitting there and thinking, what if he had the defense that the Niners have? Would he would he have had a game like Brock Purdy? Probably. And I, I was like, hey, Brock Purdy beat Tom Brady. And 
Kind of. I mean, you look yeah, at yes, it. I mean, not really. You, you, you I talk mean. About, and wins is not really the best statistical analysis yeah, you guys of a quarterback were on that last success. week. Purdy against Brady. No, I know like, that, but. You know, I mean, we're everyone's on it, TJ. I mean, no, I was, I was like, Tom Brady's got to worry about Bosa. Correct. Not no, I know that. And wins are not again the the best analysis of of a quarterback's success. Perfect example is going into Sunday, the uh, the winning quarterback of Week 14, the only one who had a win uh, a win in Week 14 was John Wolford because he started the game for the Rams. <laughs> right. Don't forget that <laughs> Wolford got the win in the Baker Mayfield game that. We Man, talked about in the McVeigh era for a long time. He was time important. Wolford was important. <laughs> he, yeah, that, he set that, the tone, Chris. That he opening drive to set the tone of saying, we got to go tone. to break Baker, even though he just arrived here. That, that was three a t- and out really was like, whoa. That set the tone for the rest of the night. Put the whoa in Wolford. <laughs> so said, so I, I sit there and I think that, but then I also think we are seeing things that we haven't seen happen to Brady. Like, Ever. I never thought that at the end of Brady's career, he would go off a cliff. I never thought that, and we're not seeing that. We're not. But we are seeing some missed throws. We are seeing open receivers that if he just put the ball five more yards in front of him, might be a, a, a touchdown. We are seeing that. We're seeing Brock Purdy beat him. We're seeing... Tom Brady be more glum than ever. And Brady went seven and f- nine in his nine and seven. Nine, Sorry, I had he went nine and so. seven in his second year, right? I yeah, mean, nice. those seven losses are are the most he's ever had in a regular season in his entire career. That was year two, you said. Year two. Year two. Yeah. It's now year twenty three, and wow, the Bucks are one loss away yeah. from. Brady having the most regular season losses he's ever had. Never had a losing season. And here is <laughs> what he had to say yesterday when asked about what is going on with Mike Evans in him. Like, how, how is this connection that was so incredible two years ago for, in winning a championship and, and is one of the best, one would think, in the league, how have they not connected on a touchdown since week four? Mike Evans had said that it, that it wasn't an issue about like reps and practice. He said, we do tons and tons of reps and practice, but why do you think that connection still isn't happening there? Like, you know, like those, those pass to, to Chris and then to Mike in the end zone. Uh, yeah, I made, I made a throw to Mike. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a terrible throw, so i got to make it. Good one, too, to him on that, that touchdown that got called back. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of, you know, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. Been a lot of that this year. I mean, he's not going to throw Donovan Smith, who's his backside protector, under the bus, but that's the but. I mean, yeah, but, you know, my guy who's constantly holding. You know, yeah, yeah, but the offensive line that I thought I was going to have, and when I came back, I don't have. Yeah, but. Right. And then he pointed out, I made a, an yes. ishy throw to, yeah. to Evans. It was right behind I mean, like, you never he see did. Brady I miss mean, on that stuff. Evans was behind him, too. It's just throw it, lob it up, and that's a touchdown. So I'm sitting here. You know, it's so difficult to talk about absolutes with this guy because he's absolutely the best, and he's absolutely proven everyone wrong in a way that I've absolutely lost track of. Yeah. But he's not making throws that we're used to seeing, and I just have to sit here and wonder – what he's thinking in the last four games, 
And he's it, thinking, let's go four and zero. I man. think what he's thinking, let's go four and zero. But I think deep down, he's thinking that this just this isn't the spot anymore. And I'm just wondering if he's thinking if the NFL's that spot. Uh, oh, I, I think he's coming back I, for sure. I, no? I, th- I think he's he 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 can. Look at this shot of him in the rain, losing by twenty eight in front of a hundred family and friends in the spot where he's always dreamt of playing. I mean, this is not the guy. This is not the image. This is this is all in all honesty. This is this is Joe Namath in a Rams uniform. This is oh come on, dude. No, that's what I'm saying. No, 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 I don't think it's that no. bad yet, Rich. What is I'm it? saying, no. it's in a way. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, that that he's done like Namath was. What I'm saying is just like the sadness of yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Franco this is, Harrison. The this Seahawks is this is not this is not the, the the type of guy that we're used to seeing. This is not the type of image we're used to seeing. That's yeah. what I mean. It's I'm not a, saying that he's been a sad that he's year, toast. Man. I'm not like, saying, that's what I'm saying. It's it's saddening. On. I do I appreciate yeah. you making that because I don't want it to be the analogy of him. He doesn't suck. No, I mean, no, come on. no. His his career is not over. Right. At all. That's what I'm saying. I'm not talking yeah, about absolutes. Yeah. I'm just talking about in terms of just sadness that you're not used to seeing. Well, it's year twenty-three. I know that. <laughs> I just—they're not all going to be fourteen to two and he's going a free, to the Super Bowl. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Um, I expect him to be back. I expect year twenty-four next. I year. don't expect him to be in Tampa, though. That's for damn sure. I kind of agree oh, with you, but who's right. the spot? Who's going to take him? Uh, it depends on how Josh McDaniels, in his heart of hearts, thinks of Derek Carr. Quite frankly, I think financially. It, the Raiders aren't really going to have much of a choice. I mean, I don't they, know about that. They could cut him and only cost five million rather than pay him thirty. I mean, I think it's. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there, just yeah. about Vegas. I mean, he he'd have his pick of of anybody that wants to put a pause on their on their quarterback development process. Devontae Adams easily becomes the second best receiver Brady's ever played with. That's correct. Randy Moss being one. Yeah, that's what I thought of when I saw yesterday. It's like, man. He could be somewhere else and look just as good. And I'm wondering if he's thinking that or if he's just thinking, I don't need this crap anymore. Yeah, but he nah, he's not Tom Brady's not a this. yeah, but guy. He's not, he's not a guy sitting this. there in the rain, losing by 28 to Mr. Irrelevant, the most relevant Mr. Irrelevant error with 100 family friends in there. That's not what he's doing this for. That's what I thought of when I'm seeing this. I wonder what he's thinking. We'll ask Chris Long what he's thinking. Hour number two, your phone calls overreaction Monday and more in a moment. People wondered if his last ever pass was going to be a pick six in the playoff against Tennessee, and he won the Super Bowl the next year. Right. I mean, everybody thought that, you know, his, his last moment was him handing off to Lombardi Lenny for a game-tying touchdown until comeback. Matthew Stafford made that throw to Cooper Cup to eliminate him. So. At I mean, some point, the wheels have to fall off, right? Well, they, they don't I, have. Well, to. what they I'm do. saying is that, that no, the wheels. The, uh, I guess if he played till he's fifty, like but, but the wheels. To me, what I'm saying for his version, the wheels falling off might be missing that throw to Mike Evans in the end zone. The right. wheels falling off might be, you know, when um, what Scotty Miller's got a, le- a, 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 you know, a small beat on somebody and he underthrows the ball, right? Or or over them. And to him, he might be like. I know that's the wheels falling off for me. Yeah. I'm not doing this anymore, standing in the rain, losing to Brock Purdy. That's why I'm saying I'm wondering what's going on in his grill. What's going on in that head of his? But one thing he's definitely not going to do is throw his left tackle under the bus when the whole world is the bus that we are, we're all driving over the guy. What a different game it could have been. It's 7-7, touchdown. Mike Evans is... 
And Mike Evans dropped one, too. Remember that one? Yeah. They Carolina? Lost, they oh, lost yeah. that game, too, oh, yeah. didn't they, Chris? Wasn't that a loss? There's been a yeah, but. Yeah, but he it's dropped a, it. Yeah, yeah but he yeah, caught but, this yeah. one, but there's a hold. It's been a yeah, but year. Yeah, but he's open. I missed him. Yeah. John Brady's not a yeah, but quarterback. 